The 92nd Annual Academy Awards is this Sunday night and everyone is speculating on who will win the top prizes. I'm Catherine Swindles, the BU News Service Arts Editor, and I'm here with two amazing movie experts. Sammy Purcell, our news editor. Hi. And Kendall Tamer, our copy editor. Hi. So ladies, we excited? Yeah, super excited. I mean, nervous, but excited. <laughs> I'm mostly excited. <laughs> and how will you both be watching the awards? I will be in a hotel room in New Hampshire, also covering the primary, so everyone else will be covering politics and I'll be watching the Oscars. <laughs> I will be at home, probably in bed, drinking wine. <laughs> sounds more fun. That sounds a lot more fun yeah. than being in New Hampshire. <laughs> So let's kick it off. We'll start with Sammy, who's written a great piece which you can read on the BU News Service website. Sammy, who do you want to win Best Picture and who do you think will win it? Well, as far as who I want to win, uh, my heart feels pretty torn in two different directions. Uh, my two favorite films out of the nominees are Little Women and Parasite. Little Women in particular really feels like it was made just for me, like someone stuck my favorite director the best script I've ever read or ever seen and my favorite actors in a blender and just made me a movie. And I guess that's what Greta Gerwig really did. Um, And in my opinion, you know, it's more than deserving of a win in this category. But that being said, Parasite was without a doubt the best directed, best written, best acted film this year. You know, Bong Joon-ho created an original, finely tuned work of art, and it would be so much fun to see a foreign film win best picture, especially one that's such a masterpiece through and through. Um, that being said, I think 1917 will take home the big prize. You know, it's big and flashy. It's a war movie. And I think it has a bit of recency bias since it came out so recently. And since it came out, it's really racked up awards all over the place. It won Golden Globes. Um, it won some the big prize at the Directors Guild Awards. It won the big prize at the Producers Guild Awards. So it's really racked up some awards all over the place. Um, full disclaimer, I really liked 1917 and I was really moved by it, but it just seems like such an obvious traditional choice. And it's definitely not a movie that stuck with me or had me thinking about it after the fact, like so many movies this year were. Um, and, you know, with so much discourse about the Oscars lack of recognition of women and people of color, I think they have a real opportunity to recognize a different kind of movie this year. So I'm hoping Parasite wins. Thank you. And next, we'll go to Kendall to talk about the lead actor and actress nominations. Were you surprised? What are you hoping to see on Oscars night? So not really surprised by the nominations. Most of the people nominated are in films that were nominated for other categories. Uh, It's a tough call for me on what I would like to see happen. For best actor, I mean, you have Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Uh, He really delves into the role of Arthur He makes people uncomfortable at times, which I think is a compliment in this Mm -hmm. instance. Um, He's really the best part about that film. (laughs) He is. (laughs) Joaquin Phoenix is the best part about the film Joker. And I think a win would be well-deserved. He pulls off those dances. dances. Yes, those awkward, slow dances. So uncomfortable. Yeah, really well. Um, But, you know, then you have Adam Driver for Marriage Story Mm -hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the running, so I don't know. I could watch an entire film that's just about Adam Driver shouting. (laughs) Uh, He breaks my heart in Marriage Story, even when you're really not supposed to feel bad for him, like when you find out about... The cheating. The cheating. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) The the emails and everything, but... You're supposed to, he's supposed to be like the bad guy, mm. I think, in when you once you find out about that, but 
I don't know, man. He just that it's hard to hate him. It is <laughs> that trick or treating scene is yeah, heartbreaking when sure. he goes with his son. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just I just can't help but love him. I, know. I can't. And you know, <laughs> then there's Leo, who you know has been a big talking point on the Oscars for years. And honestly, Leonardo DiCaprio endears me to every role he touches. So it's a tough call. I sort of fell in love with his character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when the little girl tells him <laughs> that that was the best acting she'd ever yeah. seen in that one scene. <sighs> and he just chokes up. Julia oh. Butters. She's the greatest. Give her an Oscar. <laughs> My heart. Yeah. Uh, so it's a tough call. And there's the scene in the trailer where he's shouting oh, yeah. and throwing things <laughs> and like whiskey sours <laughs> like yelling at his reflection yeah. that's just like hysterical so he gets to do this fun like dichotomy between mm-hmm. the funny crazy but then also this very endearing yeah. character mm-hmm. you just can't help but love yeah. he kills me mm-hmm. one of my favorite leo performances i think honestly yeah. same yeah um as for best actress i think every single one of the women nominated deserves it so that's that's kind of a hard one. Mm-hmm. I think every single person who's there truly deserves to be in that category. Uh, for me personally, who I'd like to see win, it's a it's a solid tie between Zellweger and Ronan. Everyone has been saying that Renee Zellweger is Judy Garland, but also I'm just so in love with Little Women and how Saoirse Ronan plays Josephine, who is one of my favorite characters of all time, mm-hmm. is flawless so maybe in my heart i want it to be her mm-hmm. yeah yeah i still think florence Pugh deserves oh, it more than hundred percent i am an amy hater i'm an amy <laughs> apologist i feel like i am amy <laughs> i so <laughs> i despise amy i in the oh. i went to go see little women with my mother in the theater and my mom never cries sorry mom if you're listening to this <laughs> and at the scene where she gets the like letter and tears it up Oof. I look over at my mother and she's crying and I'm like mom are you okay and she says I'm just so angry that he picked Amy <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's a big mood in my house <laughs> oh. but I think that's part of the amazingness of Florence, Florence. Pugh that she yeah, takes a character exactly. that is like universally hated mm-hmm. in literature and like does the most incredible endearing job sure. like I agree I'm also an Amy hater oh, and I loved her in this you so. both crazy <laughs> so I think I would have I think that would have been like a cool interesting move yeah. for her to have got a lead nom but I know she it did, doesn't really work like that yeah. get the supporting mm. she did get supporting I think I don't know there's some like I don't know nomination fraud like is Brad Pitt really supporting actor he's in the movie just as much you know I what think, I mean I think it's like decided among the movies yeah. how, how yeah. they I think Brad Pitt that. is a lead yeah. character in Once Upon yeah. a Time is Hollywood for sure Int- yeah. yeah that's interesting I don't know I mean he's the stunt double so he's sort of supporting <laughs> yeah, isn't there you he go. <laughs> meta meta <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about who we are going to see there but Let's talk a bit about who's not going to be there. Sammy, what do you think is the biggest oversight of the night? Well, two of my favorite movies this year were uh, Waves uh, by Trey Edward Schultz, directed by him, and The Farewell, directed by Lulu Wong. And they were both completely shut out of the Oscars this year. Um, Waves did receive some mixed criticism, I think, but it was pretty much shut out of the whole award season, which I really disagree with. Um, I would have loved to see Lulu Wong get a screenwriting nomination for her work on The Farewell. That movie really, really touched me. Um, and the two young stars of Waves, Kelvin Harrison Jr. and Taylor Russell, gave really, truly stunning performances in Waves. 
I don't use the word brave lightly when I say this, but I think Harrison in particular really took a huge risk in taking the role on. And I think he handled it with immense care and seemed to understand its weight. So it would have been really nice to see one of those two young stars recognized here. Um, But the biggest oversight or the biggest two oversights for me, I would have to say, um, would be Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers and Lupita Nyong'o in Us. As far as JLo goes, it's quite frankly ridiculous to me that she wasn't even nominated. Um, her performance in Hustlers is amazing and powerful, and I think the Academy and a lot of people just continue to see her in this superstar celebrity light, and that blocks them from appreciating how wonderful of an actress she can be. And I mean, we've known that since Selena. Like, it's true. She's great. <laughs> um, as far as Lupita, it's I don't even know where to begin with her. She's literally giving two fully completely realized original performances us is a crazy movie if you haven't seen it she's incredible and she's one of the best actors we've got and it just blows my mind that the academy didn't recognize her and i think i just need to remind myself that they'll always disappoint me so why be surprised (laughs) and i think it's just like completely speaks to what the academy is in its heart that lapita was nominated and won for playing a sexually abused slave yes but then didn't even get a nomination for this and hustlers about like mm-hmm. women reclaiming their sexuality and taking power against men of, of, of course, course. <laughs> i know and then the one woman of color cynthia rivo nominated this year is also nominated for playing a slave so just kind of shows you where we are <laughs> yeah in the yeah. yeah yeah so talking of controversy kendall what are your thoughts on the best director category not leading at all well <laughs> Frankly, I could say I'm disappointed. (laughs) So as a lot of people know, because it's been all over the Internet, no women were nominated for Best Director this year. The biggest oversight being Greta Gerwig, which I think that's a pretty unanimous cry. Yeah, big snub. Yeah, a big (laughs) snub that Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated, especially because her film was nominated for almost every other category, but she herself was not nominated for directing which is sort of speaks volumes, I think. Um, But, you know, this isn't really a trend as far as the Oscars go. They've been around for 92 years now, and in that time only five women have ever been nominated for Best Director, and only one of those women ever actually won the category, which was Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker in 2008. So I think people are a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm frustrated. I know that a lot of other people I've spoken with are who follow the award ceremonies pretty closely that's not to say that the films that are there that have been nominated don't deserve Mm -hmm. it i think that most of them do for the most part and like sammy was saying 1917 really impressive film i think that mendez will probably be the one who takes home Mm -hmm. the award for best director in all honesty he won the golden globe for the same category so it just it wouldn't really be surprising if he were the one to win And moving on to slightly happier topics, (laughs) aside from the awards, what are you both most excited to see on the night? Well, Kendall already talked about her love for Leo, LDC, as my man Brad Pitt calls him. Um, So I'm going to talk about the other half of that Once Upon a Time duo. Brad Pitt, I am just really pumped for more Brad Pitt in my life. I talked about this in my piece on the site. Um, He's just been on another level for this entire award season. And I'm excited for more jokes, more, you know, 
Quentin Tarantino foot fetish jokes all <laughs> over the place, ex-wife jokes, I'm ready for another Jennifer Aniston reunion, <laughs> just like bring it on. I love just seeing Brad Pitt in total movie star mode, and I'm just excited for more jokes. I don't think he's writing them himself, but if he is, more power to him. <laughs> Um, as far as the red carpet goes, Cynthia Revo is really always one of my favorites to watch on red carpets. She always wears something really interesting and so gorgeous. So I'm really excited to see what she brings Sunday night. So I think it's actually funny that you mentioned the foot thing because <laughs> I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood really recently, which, you know, is horrible to admit. But I, <laughs> I did. I watched it really recently. I didn't watch it when it was new. And I had been sort of speaking with Sammy about it uh, outside of this podcast and she had mentioned the foot fetish joke and it was like all of these things came flashing (laughs) into my mind when she said it and I hadn't noticed it at first and then I just started remembering all these instances where I saw feet, 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 feet in this film like the feet on the windshield and the girl who points with her feet in the one scene. Dakota Fanning's feet just like up on the thing. Oh my God. Dirty feet. Everywhere. Everywhere. Dirty feet. (laughs) The man loves dirty feet. (laughs) Just everywhere in that film. So I just had to say that because it was so funny when you told me about that. It (laughs) totally hadn't occurred to me. And then just that image of the feet pressed on the windshield like came into my mind as soon as you were like, oh yeah, he has a foot fetish. I was like, ah! Um, um, But anyway, so as for what I'm excited about on the actual night, uh, Sammy already said, you know, interested to see the kinds of attitudes that everybody brings and I always love to see what everybody wears I think that's sort of a part of the award ceremony that everybody can get into Mm -hmm. whether you know a lot about movies or not it's just fun to kind of see like how everybody shows up on the red carpet Mm -hmm. it's like a big talking point for people whether they're a man or a woman we just like to see them looking their best it's fun to see everybody's outfits so I always like that part watching everybody come down the red carpet and you know maybe somebody will give another spicy speech that's always a good Joaquin (laughs) looking at you (laughs) Well, amazing. Thanks so much, guys. You can follow us at BU News Service on Twitter for updates on the night. And Sammy will be doing a rundown of the biggest wins and disappointments of the night, which will be posted on the website Monday morning from New Hampshire. From New Hampshire. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. For more arts and culture coverage, visit us at BUNewsService.com. We'd like to thank our production staff. This podcast was produced by Hannah Hahn.